This is Pablo Escobar, Escape from la Catedral. The tapes you are about to hear have been translated and dramatized by voice actors. Listen, Juan, Mr. Pablo Escobar is on the other line. He wants to talk to you. Okay, okay. All right, I'm going to make the connection. This call is very important, but we still wonder if we are really talking to you. I can tell you my ID number, I know it by heart. 834-5766 from Envigado. Okay. Write it down if you want. This is a conversation between the journalist Juan Gosaín and Pablo Escobar. In order for Juan to be sure that he's speaking to the real Pablo Escobar, he creates a series of code words and other methods to verify his identity. Look, Pablo, you know there are so many psychopaths and so many crazy people in this country calling on your behalf. One never knows. I'm going to ask you for a big favor. Using the phone numbers I gave you, when you can contact me, I will ask you for a password at quarter past 11. Quarter past 11? Quarter past 11. Uh, to prevent all those crazy people on, on the loose from going around making trouble and saying nonsense. Okay, okay. My name is Jorge Ramos. I am the nightly news anchor for Univision News. I have covered the drug trade all over Latin America for over 30 years. When I was approached to do this podcast, I had to say yes because it involved listening to a mysterious set of 35 tapes that were sent to a production company in Mexico called Detective. The package simply read, Escobar Tapes. After escaping from La Catedral Prison, Escobar was on the run. And the Colombian police, Colombian military, the DEA, and the CIA were all in pursuit. Those motherfuckers are chasing us because they say we're criminals. But it turns out those bastards are torturers, kidnappers, murderers. They keep asking for money and they think we'll just play along. They think that just because we've been quiet, we don't have, we don't have anyone else to fight. Those dumb bastards, pansies, motherfuckers. The news of Escobar's escape created a wave of speculation surrounding exactly what happened. Rumors were flying everywhere. How did he do it? How did the world's most wanted criminal escape custody? Escobar was a shrewd PR man. He knew that he drew power by controlling his image, and he needed to shape the story around his escape from La Catedral. So he decided to speak to the press. Mr. Pablo Escobar is on the other line. He wants to talk to you. Okay. Hello? All right, I'm going to make the connection. Hello. Escobar heard the news story saying that he had escaped the prison wearing a gas mask. So he called into Juan Gosain's radio show to correct the record. Listen, listen, Juan. I'm listening to you right now on the radio, and I'm very confused by your particular way of misleading the public. You are saying that I left at 12 o'clock at night along with the gentleman of the 4th Brigade to help the court of the same institution which contradicts what the man from the prison says about seeing me at 5 in the morning carrying a gas chamber. Exactly, a gas mask, yes. A gas mask, right, sorry. And the vice minister also said the same thing. So how can we explain these contradictions, how? The gas mask story came about because the authorities found three gas masks in La Catedral, one of them hanging from Pablo Escobar's bed, 
According to judicial testimony from El Mugre, one of the commanders of the Medellin cartel, Escobar was afraid that they would use gas to knock him out and extradite him to the United States. But Escobar did not like the image of him fleeing La Catedral in a mask. He wanted something more exciting. It is clear that, yeah, that you didn't escape at 1.30 in the morning. No, 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 no. I escaped when the army came in. They came in guns blazing. I, I escaped the shooting. Nobody helped me. And no guard came out with me. And that's very good proof. That's no guard came with me. Here is Pablo Escobar on the run on a national radio show saying that he escaped La Catedral after a dramatic firefight. He wants to make himself look like an action hero. Here's Escobar on Juan Gosain's show again. Anyways, he's saying we were planning to escape from the get-go. I had asked the prosecutor for a plea bargain. I wasn't planning to escape it anyway. It doesn't make any sense. Right, besides you had no way of knowing what would happen that night. Right, that doesn't make any sense. And let's not forget, this gentleman kept deceiving us. Some said it was a transfer. Others said it was a shift off of the prison guards and, and they were going to switch it. The prison guards, therefore, for army personnel. Everyone arrived, they were telling lies and trying to deceive us. And there were also, there were also Americans in the convoy. Were there Americans? Of course, of course they were Americans. They are in the television news reports. From Colombian or foreign newscasts? From Colombian newscasts. Sorry, they were dressed in gray, black, and white. Gray, black, and white. Correct, gray, black, and white. And I had a connection, a person informing me what was happening in Envigado and in the day. They saw them go by, they saw they were gringos. Escobar insisted that he was actually the victim in all of this. The people from the 4th Brigade are saying, I was, I was planning an escape days before, but it doesn't make any sense because I had, I had requested a plea bargain. Why would I escape if I am making, I'm seeking for a plea bargain? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Shaq here, spinning fast-acting pain relief for 2024 with Icy Hot. Take it from me, sticking to your new workout routines can lead to sore muscles. Icy Hot starts working instantly to dull the pain with the icy cool sensation. Then, the warming sensation relaxes it away. Feel the power of Icy Hot's contrast therapy. Ice works fast. Heat makes it last. Icy Hot. But Escobar didn't just want to make himself look tough. He also wanted to maintain his image as a humble man of the people. 
When we entered, the prison it wasn't finished yet. It was being renovated, and there were construction workers around the clock. And in the beginning, we had rocks on the floor in my room. And one day, a prison director arrived and told me, I removed them on the spot. I was used to sleep on the floor, in caves, under rocks. I'm not interested in comfort. I'm 42 years old, and 28 of those 42 years, I was poor. 28 years I traveled by bus. I'm not interested in luxuries. I'm always wearing jeans. Everybody knows that. Everybody. But Coronel Cesar de la Cruz, who was inside the prison shortly after Escobar's escape, gives a radically different account of what life was like in La Catedral. When we finally got to search the facility, we began to see all the excesses allowed by the Minister of Justice, allowed by the government, so that Pablo Escobar and his terrorists could be comfortable. De La Cruz searched La Catedral for five days. En esos cinco días encontramos varias. In those five days, we found several documents and folders that made clear that a lot of people from all walks of life were implicated in Escobar's crimes. Politicians, models, television actors, soccer players, people from the Senate and mayors and governors. Practically the entire country obeyed him. You can see in our video of La Catedral that there are a series of folders in the back, and they were perfectly organized. And we even found evidence that Escobar operated on people inside a prison. Pablo Escobar was a bloodthirsty, sick man. He experimented on human bodies. He did everything inside that prison. And we have photographic evidence of all of that. DEA agent Joe Toft also visited La Catedral to see for himself. I uh, went to the Catedral, I think, the day after he escaped, if I remember correctly. Um, a couple of my agents went with me, Javier Peña, Steve Murphy. You may recognize the names Javier Peña and Steve Murphy. They were the DEA agents that would go on to inspire the hit Netflix show, Narcos. I went up there a couple of times. I went two or three times uh, after he escaped. You know, I got to see the thing I had been hearing so much about because, you know, it's, it's one thing to actually see it and another thing to get information from informants and stuff as to what was going on up there. The days after Escobar's escape were filled with confusion, rumors, and false reports about what had actually went on inside the prison. Was he living like a king or a peasant? Had he escaped cowering while wearing a gas mask or after a terrible gunfight? There were even reports that he had escaped the prison disguised as a woman. Pablo Escobar simply could not let this stand. He could not allow the Colombian people to imagine the kingpin in a week. Clarify me one thing for me. Was it you who was dressed as a woman or not? That is false. It's a disgusting fantasy. A rumor the 4th Brigade is trying to spread. I just made this call because I see that they are, they are getting involved and they are spreading lies of weeks 
weeks and women and lies. And then the fact that I am a man does, doesn't give me permission to dress up as a woman. No, no, no. That is a speculation. I agree. It makes no sense. As Escobar did PR while on the run, desperate to maintain his image as a fearsome drug lord, the Gaviria administration put aside their differences with Joe Tuff and the DEA. At that point, President Gaviria called Ambassador Busby. And he asked Ambassador Busby to come and visit him with me and with the chief of station of the CIA. So the three of us went to the palace. And uh, it must have been an extremely embarrassing point for the, amb- for the president because he had been denying that any of this stuff was going on in the prison. You know, he had been defending his decision to... Uh, uh, to do what he did with Escobar in the prison and accept his conditions, etc. So um, at that point, the president asked Ambassador Busby for uh, basically said, hey, we need your help in whatever way you can. That's when, you know, the CIA got more involved in this thing. Uh, the um, military got involved in it. Some Delta Force people from were brought in from the U.S. to help with the monitoring of the conversations, etc. It wasn't just the Americans. The Gaviria administration also enlisted the help of other drug traffickers in the hunt for Escobar. There is an old movie called The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. And this was a combination of all three. The American authorities the Army, the Air Force, the Navy, the police, the Ministry of Security, the Ministry of Justice, the Judicial Authority. All these departments were sharing information with Escobar's rivals and with the kingpins of the other cartels as well. It was a new and very interesting strategy. The Colombian Justice Department cut a deal with known criminals who happened to be Escobar's rivals. First, by special decree, a group of 12 people who were known drug traffickers were given judicial perks in exchange for collaborating on basic information to help capture Pablo Escobar. This structure was known as the Perseguidos por Pablo Escobar, who came to be known as the Pepes. And they began carrying out a series of attacks against Escobar. For example, for every car bomb Escobar detonated, they burned down the farm or killed a lawyer or a relative. And those people who were killed were found with a sign on their chest that said Pepes, because these people were close to Pablo Escobar and they were killed by the Pepes. Los Pepes were fearsome. They included paramilitary groups former associates of Escobar, and crucially, the Cali Cartel, the great rivals of Escobar's Medellin Cartel. With the tacit support of the Gaviria administration, they had one goal in mind, to kill Pablo Escobar. The situation was getting worse for Escobar, so he tried to negotiate a new surrender. Once again, he did it through the media. Look, I am willing to go to another prison. I need to know what the security conditions are. 
I only ask for security. Okay. Only that, security, and the same dignity and treatment as any other prisoner in Colombia. I don't even care if my bed is big or small. I don't care. Okay. <laughs>